Hi, everyone. So welcome back to Suzanne's podcast, Chasing After God's Own Heart, Redirecting My Life. Tonight, I have my co-hosts in the building. You guys will be hearing them on the show going forward. We have TT in the building, and we also have Nisha in the building. Uh, these are young teenagers that we want to invite into the conversation. How we begin to break those generational curses in our family's life is inviting our kids to our authentic self, telling our story so that they can have a perspective and an understanding of what is right from wrong. So Nisha and TT say welcome to the people. Hey y'all. Welcome. Y'all excited? Yes. yes. Oh, yes. the conversation about to be so juicy. <laughs> so we are going to get right into it. We're going to do chapter one and it's called being a mother. So being a mother has its good days and bad days. It takes hard work, patience, understanding, comprehension, and unconditional love. At the age of 17, who knew I was about to walk into a journey that was going to test me in all ways? I would not say that I was fast. Let's just say I had an interest in exploring a lot. That's it, y'all. I was just curious. And you see where curious got you? <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't know yet. <laughs> Officially, I started dating, uh, but my parents, they didn't know. If you are of Caribbean descent, it is frowned upon to date at an immature age, y'all. Like, I know you guys are teenagers. At y'all age, that, that was a no-no. We would actually get a spanking. We would be told to put on our knee, get on our knees, and we would get a spanking at y'all age of dating. I couldn't. I could not. Like, it's I could not. Like, I can't. I, I just can't even imagine me doing that. That's too much. That's, yeah, that's you pushing say, it. Well, you say imagine doing that, what, you getting the spanking? Yes. For like... Well, you never had a I woman get, before. Well, I never got a woman... Exactly. I can't imagine. Like, I just... Knowing because I had an interest of knowing, like, finding out what a boyfriend is or what a girlfriend is and getting punished for it instead of being talked to, I just couldn't. Uh, well, that's what they did. They punished us in the form of harming our bodies. So let me continue, girl. So I met Jared at my workplace and, you know, he was just so damn cute. I dated other guys before Jared, but he was more exciting to be around and he was more spontaneous. For, for me, it was just something about a guy just being very like bad, bad boyish. I don't know why girls <laughs> lean into the bad boy. Like, it was just something about it that just. Tiana, you have a gesture like, uh-uh, no, bad boy's no, not for you. No. But girl, you like future. <laughs> okay, hold on, wait. Future is like, like that. You can't, you cannot speak on future. But he's no, a bad like, boy. It's like, you got, you got to give him the benefit of the doubt, okay? Like, it's it's not even him. It's the girls for real. What about you, Nisha? Like... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know y'all was in middle school. Y'all was looking at the bad boys. Stop <laughs> acting like y'all. <laughs> like so. Nothing really. Like that's not me. Like I don't go for that anymore. 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 All right, girlfriend. <laughs> I guess y'all doing better than me now. Okay, that's the that's the power of breaking generational curses, so that you guys can be ten times better than us. I'm Woo! in. Yes, girl. Okay. So. His personality was very vibrant, 
and he opened up my mind to be more carefree. There was this one guy that I fell in love with during high school, but he was too boring. So I moved on with Jared. More to come as you read my story about that relationship, but Jared and I would sneak out. We would go to the movies. Yes, girl, I was sneaking out. <laughs> I was sneaking out, girl. Oh my gosh. Sneaking out. I was sneaking out. Yeah. Like, how do y'all feel about that? Me sneaking out and stuff. How do y'all feel like, about it? You don't seem like the type. No, for I don't. Like, because no. I, the type of person <laughs> you are now, knowing that you sneaked out of the house, it's like that's like I don't. It's hard to believe. I did it. I did. Ain't no way. I did. I was going through the window, y'all, <laughs> just to sneak <laughs> out of the house, waiting for my parents to go to bed. And then we used to like take the door handle and we had to lift it a certain way so that it wouldn't make so much noise just to sneak out of the house. But we were, I was sneaking out of the house. It was crazy. So as we continue to read, if you were my age back in the days, honey, you was in the car having sex. <laughs> You was in the car doing things that you had no business doing. Girl, in the car, business doing. But time was flying by in my relationship with Jared. And little did I know that fun was about to end. Y'all ready to get to the juicy part on why it was about to end? Yes. All right, so I was being hot. I was doing what I, was, what I wasn't supposed to be doing in the car with Jared. So guess what? When I found out I was pregnant, I was in my sophomore year of high school, y'all. Sophomore year. Sophomore year going into my junior year. I remember clear as day when my mom walked into the room. She looked at me and asked, why are your breasts getting big? Lord. <laughs> why are you sleeping a lot? And I'm looking at her like, nothing wrong. I'm good. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So my mind started wandering right after she left the room. I'm like, oh my God, could I be pregnant? I did. I haven't seen my period for real. Because I was just out there doing whatever I wanted to do. I didn't even recognize that my period went missing. Oh, you see what being fast leads y'all to? Well, I don't see it, but clearly you do. Because y'all not going to be fast, right? Y'all just going to take your time. You're going to get to know yourself. You're going to learn how to love yourself, affirm yourself, self-love hugs and meditation and all of the good stuff, right? Yeah. Right? Come on, talk that today. Yes. So what do you guys define love? You guys can't even define love. Y'all just going into high school. I couldn't even ask y'all that question. Have you guys entertained any relationships in middle school? Yes. What was that like? Oh, Lord. Okay. So my <laughs> first relationship was in high school. First, in sixth grade, like, I was like, I seen how all the girls were being treated by little boys. I'm like, that is not going to be me. I am not going to be in no relationship until seventh grade came. But we were in um, quarantine. Mm -hmm. And then um, they turned, like, they allowed kids to come back to school during the middle of the year. So when I came back and there was this, you know, I met somebody. We're not going to say no names. Mm -hmm. But I met somebody. And we got into a relationship. And me, I'm the type of person, I cannot hide nothing. 
So I told my mom, and then she was giving me the little talk, the little boyfriend talk. What was the little boyfriend talk that Basically I was giving talking you, girl? about how um, it wasn't nothing like, Oh, you can't have a boyfriend and this and that and that. It was basically just saying like, "Are you sure?" and all this stuff. And she, she, she actually said, "Can he send you twenty dollars right now?" And I was looking at her like, "Cause if he can't send it, girl, what you need a girlfriend for?" I already so, told y'all. Then um, it led to a lot of misunderstanding, a lot of things. I think because I was so curious, because I did, I hadn't been in a relationship, because I was curious about like what was it like. I just wasn't really ready for it, so a lot of misunderstanding happening. When I you say misunderstanding, like, define that because there's another young girl who probably wants to get into a relationship and she don't know what misunderstandings are. When, well, for me in my situation, like the relationship, when I say misunderstanding, it was like we was on two different pages, like. Me, I was, I was, cause my mom already talked to me about like how you should be treated by boys and how your future is supposed to go and all these other stuff. So when I got into the relationship, I already, I felt like I was already ahead of what I was trying to do. Right. So like basically, I'm already planning stuff. I'm already thinking, okay, you need to be figuring out what you want to do with your life. You were like, moving way too yeah, fast, like, I was going lady too mind. fast. And I think. <laughs> Because we were still kids at the time, he was still like just trying to like just chill, soak in the middle school moment, I, and he wasn't worried about like what, what we wanted to do, how his bills gonna get paid so already like, during think, middle school. So it was, I was just like maybe we'll figure out. Yeah, I think I was like too mature. You for, know that boys age like five years slower than uh with, than girls. They age a little slower. That's why it takes them some time to grow up. So I was just like, we could we could figure it. Because there was nothing really wrong with him. It was just like how our mindsets were going. So I was like, we could figure something out in high school when we're a little older. We've been friends. That's not happening. Oh, right. But. Um, <laughs> what happened, girl? Spill the tea. I, we, we got close, as in friendship-wise. And um, we figured out some things about each other um i figured out and i and i also figured out how friendship wise go to that not everybody is your friend and just because you're cool with somebody doesn't mean they owe you any loyalty to who they can mess around with come on so sometimes that leads to the people that you're supposedly quote cool with messing around with that person even though they knew you had something going yeah so we're just not you're done. We're done with that. So high school is going to be more you just focused on you. Yes. So Nisha, I know you you're you're back here. You guys, if you could see the <laughs> excitement on everyone's face, but talk to us Nisha, like so what are your thoughts? Like the experiences. Well, like so I got into a relationship or whatever in early October. And it's been going, going, and going. Uh-huh. Well, I, you know what I really want to talk to the people about? Yes, I am going to talk to the people. Oh I want to know why when you started this relationship, you said you didn't want any special gifts or anything for a year after the relationship. I just kind of want to get where you got that from. It wasn't for me. <laughs> it was not <laughs> well, for I me. Up from and I'm not saying to accept gifts at a young age, but I'm, I'm just saying. Even, I want to put their name out there and we're like, Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. We're gonna leave people name yeah. out, but so and so. 
so and so I just picked it up from her and she was just saying and I was like I kind of agree with it like why do you feel like you agree with it because like we're just not getting to know each other okay. plus we're kids like all right yeah. little lady all right little lady <laughs> yes uh. all right so y'all want me to keep going Yes. All right. So I'm going to keep going. So I told y'all my mom was like, your breast getting big. I told y'all already. She was like, you sleeping a lot. So my mind started wandering. So me and my older brother, we were actually really close back then. So I ran over to him and I'm like, yo, like, I don't know. I think I need to go to the clinic. I think I might be pregnant. And he was like, what? And right away, he figured out everything. He was like, yo, I got the bus schedule. I'm going to take you to the doctor. Yeah, my brother, and we're going to figure it out. But when you do find out, you better tell mom. That's the only, only thing he said. I'm like, man, it's not like he was going to be able to hide it anyways, right? <laughs> so he was like, you got to tell mom. So we get to the doctor, right? And they uh, they walk me into the room. I got um, I got on the city bus, okay, back. Y'all kids act like y'all don't know what the city bus is. Y'all act like y'all too good for it. But I got on the city bus. <laughs> what? not that it's just, it's just like i feel like if i know you have a car and you can take me to destination a and b why get on the city bus for it but if what if you getting on the city bus alleviates me having to put myself out of what i need to do we you have know what i'm saying Uber, like i might need to do something yeah. and if you get on the city bus it might be beneficial for me but we also just have... like getting on the school bus tiana no i know so we have ubers and lyft yes ubers Uber. and lyft girl the city bus is cheaper than that like two dollars maybe it's five right now okay that's cheaper okay than that. hold on hold on imagine this i am not even trying to sound like that y'all sound like the bougie no, teenagers okay, like and tt no i'm not even trying to sound like that person right now but imagine this. Imagine you're getting on the city bus with people that you don't even know. And I know it's the same thing with Uber and Lyft. Like, that's the person that's driving you. You don't even know. But it's more than one person in the car. You don't know them. The city bus always has a smell yeah. to it all the time. And imagine you're trying to get to your destination in 10 minutes. Like, you have an appointment. And then you don't get there in 10 minutes. Like, it's done. Yeah. You're done with. Imagine having to make... 30 stops. Oh, gosh. 30 oh, stops. oh, I'm and glad. You get to where you need to Girl, go. I'm glad y'all got convenience. I'm glad y'all got convenience because we didn't know about Ubers and Lyft. Taxis used to be over like $30, $40, just to get to one to Fort Lauderdale. So I'm glad you guys got conveniences. All right. So let's go ahead and continue. So I told y'all I got on the city bus. Then we get to the clinic. The clinic was in Fort Lauderdale. I was like so nervous because I didn't know what was going to happen, what the experience was going to be like. They brought me into the back room. They told me to pee in this uh, cup. They took a stick. They took some blood from me. Then they told me to sit in a waiting room. So I'm sitting in the waiting room and my head is spinning. I'm like, oh my God, what if I'm pregnant? You know, what am I going to do? I'm going to get in trouble when I get home. Like what's going to happen? Like I am freaking out. Because I don't know what the results are going to be. The lady comes to the back of the room. And she was like, Miss Joseph. I'm like, yes, you're pregnant. Oh, my God. Tears started rolling down my eyes. Like, I was boo-boo crying. Right. Well, in, that, in that moment, like, what was, like, your thoughts? Like, what was it like? Like, what was your exact, like, thoughts in that moment? Um, I'm about to be a mom. 
My dad's about to whoop my ass. My mom is going to be really upset with me. I disappointed my dad because he had so many high expectations. Uh, when I graduated high school, I was supposed to go straight into an aviation program where I was going to be a flight attendant, flying all the way you know, around the world. And the funny thing is my dad was making the payments for me to go to school. And I remember when the recruiter came back to the house just to verify everything and making sure that I'm going to be ready to leave because I was going to be living in Daytona with a, a group of other girls. So he came back just to make sure all is well. And the one thing that he said to me that if I got pregnant, I couldn't do the program. And for some reason, I just feel like maybe God intervened. Who knows? I know I was being a little naughty, but maybe God intervened at that moment. You get what I'm saying? Maybe he didn't want me to go right now. But I know it really broke my father's heart. I know I really disappointed him. I know my mom was like, her head was spinning because I was the second child that was young and pregnant. And then right after that, you know, my sister became pregnant. So it was a lot going on. So I, it was a lot, you get what I'm saying? And I was scared. I didn't know I wasn't working. I just, I was in high school. That mean I would have to go find a job. I have to provide for a whole nother, be a whole nother child. And sometimes people don't think about the consequences of having sex and wanting to try something. Wanting to try something leads you into responsibilities. That's a heavy load and responsibility to take. And you're better off just taking your time and being patient with yourself. You know, everybody's going to persuade you, oh, you know, have sex. It's a fun thing to do. Yeah, it's fun, but it's even better when it's with the person that you love, the person that you care about. And I know we just want to be like other people, but be you. You know what I'm saying? Because when you give yourself up, you give up a part of you. You now attach yourself to that person. That becomes now a spiritual bondage. You get what I'm saying? And when you start saying to yourself, I don't know why I can't let go of him. I don't know why I can't stop loving him. That's that spiritual stronghold that you put in your life by opening up yourself to another person. That's why they say be mindful of who you let into your space. Does that answer your question, girl? More than what I what I expected, but yeah, it's my question. <laughs> I just want to make sure you guys have it clear as day. So when I arrived home, I walked into my mother's room. As she lay down on the bed, I told her I was three months pregnant. So when all that happened, the whole time I didn't even know I was pregnant. I found out when I was three months. And I looked at her and I told her I was sorry. She laid there in silence. She did not speak. I walked out of the room and I went into my room and literally cried that whole day. My dad came home and of course my mom told him I was pregnant. I could hear him walking down the hall in a rant. My mom ran behind him saying, no, you can't beat her. Y'all, he was getting ready to beat me. I'm pregnant, three months. He was getting ready to take the belt and beat me. Was that right? No. Was he going to be able to change the fact that I became a pregnant woman? No. He couldn't take that sin back. Was he Was he able to take that back? I don't did it. The baby's coming, right? You know what I'm saying? And sometimes I think parents, they do a lot of things out of anger. I know I do. Back in the days I, when I used to spank, you know, your brothers, you I know you don't know that experience, but... When I look back and I think about it, most of the time when I did that, I was just angry, angry, 
with, you know, your father's not being around, angry because I didn't have enough money to do certain things I wanted to do for you guys. I was just angry all the time. My poor brothers. Your poor brothers. Yeah, I was just angry all the time. But Tiana don't know the experience of an ass. Whooping. No, I don't. I would never know, and I would keep not knowing. <laughs> How about you, Janisha? Oh, I did. I experienced everything. It was my mom. <laughs> she don't know how to stop. Like she just she don't know when to stop. Yeah. She just and she probably was feeling like me too. She probably was angry sometimes, and that could have been it. So when he opens my room door. He immediately starts yelling at me. How could you? You will never be nothing. You are throwing your whole life away. Parents don't even understand how much oh, they hurt us. I, don't, I, don't, I want to know what does like when people say like when parents say you're throwing your life away. Like why does it always have to be I'm throwing my life away? Like I, I think at the heat of the moment, that's all they know how to say is you throwing your life away. Because they realize what they've done in their past. I felt like there's a lot of part of my life where I could have done a lot. When I feel, when I, when I say, when I hear um, parents say you're throwing your life away to like teenagers who got pregnant, I feel like they're just thinking about themselves. Like, dang, I threw my whole life away getting pregnant. So now they're just saying it on their child thinking it's going to be the same. That I totally agree. So I feel like they're just thinking about their whole life. So now it's like, so... How do you really feel? It's like, but what if their child wanted it? Like, what if they wanted to get pregnant? I mean, if their child wanted to get pregnant, that would be on that child. You know what I'm saying? Because some there are some kids I even know back in the days that they were young, but they wanted babies. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's because of what they see in their family's generation. You know, their other aunties being young aunties. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like... I could have waited, though I love my kids, don't get me wrong. I could have waited. I could have been more patient because then I would have had more knowledge. I, I felt like I would have probably, I, I feel like I am a great parent, but I would have been 10 times better had I waited. Does that make sense? 10 times better. So we were talking about my father storming into the room. So you can imagine his heart broken. I'm broken because he's saying some mean things to me. And I feel, I'm starting to feel like shit right now. I'm feeling like crap. You know what I'm saying? Because my father and I had a very great relationship. And I get he wanted me to do so many great things. But here I am, a young teen mom. I'm pregnant at the age of 17. My life was about to change. I was becoming a mother and I didn't know what I was going to do. One thing that kept ringing in my ear was it's time to grow up. My child's father was not in a place in his life to be a parent. My guards automatically went up to protect myself during my pregnancy. He would try to come over to hang out, but the last time he did, I looked at him and I just saw that this was not going to work. You know what I'm saying? I have a kid to take care of. And that was the end of our relationship. I made sure I completed high school. I graduated while I was pregnant. Don't get me wrong. I was ashamed to walk down those hallways. I was ashamed to get on the bus, but I had to finish high school. And I, I wore a lot of shame on myself. There were moments where I couldn't even afford to buy shoes to put on my feet. So we had guidelines in school and I couldn't wear sandals. So I remember cutting one of my shoes that had a strap 
just to have it open because my feet were getting big and swollen and I didn't have anything else to wear. So I had to cut the straps to make comfortable so I can have appropriate shoes to wear. So not only that, I put myself now in a struggle. You see how generational cycles get passed down? Now I'm about to struggle and I don't even know the struggle is about to get real. Can't even afford shoes. Wanted to be hot, fast, go sleep with a boy, get pregnant at, the, at a young tender age. Life was about to whoop my ass. Literally. Yes, for real, <laughs> literally, literally. So we're about to get to our close for tonight's conversation, but I want to make sure that I encourage young teen moms to keep thriving because I graduated high school a whole year early, you guys. You get what I'm saying? I was supposed to be a class of 2001. I became class of 2000. I was very eager and determined to accomplish. You know why? Because of one long sentence my father said to me, you threw your life away and you will never be nothing. And the minute he said those words to me, it was inscribed in my heart, in my mind, in my soul to go out there and try to be great. But I didn't realize that I was going to fall a little bit through the process. But they get to hear about that in our next conversation. So I followed the plan. Done with high school. Graduated. Now I got a job so I could provide for my child. But I knew I was going to have to take a maternity leave. But I got me a job. It was a decent salary. And I was off on the right track. All my way, you guys. But I knew I made a mistake by having unprotected sex. I knew I did. And that there would be consequences for doing so. I was young, naive. I was not thinking. Throughout my whole pregnancy, I felt like I was alone. And I would think about what I could have done differently. Like using a condom or choosing to be abstinent. The moment where I would be in my room going over and over in my head, about how foolish and reckless I was, I could not change what was happening and I needed to go forward. And it was tough being a teen mom. There were days when I wanted to give up on life. The images that would pop into my mind were frightening, thinking of ways to poison myself and end my life, y'all. Parents of teenagers that are soon to be parents, if you are dealing with this type of circumstance, take a step back before responding. We know they're hurt and you, they're hurt. They, we know they hurt you. And I know you want the best for them. Choose an approach other than anger and lashing out at the team because what is done is done. There was nothing my parents could do to make the baby disappear. Although I thought an abortion was best, what your teen need in this moment like this is forgiveness compassion and support. I felt alone and my parents were not educated enough on teen pregnancy to help me through it. So I had to educate myself, y'all. So give me a recap how you guys feel about the ending of this chapter. Let me know your thoughts, your feelings. Talk to me. Nothing, Nisha, in the building. Girl, you was back here making all kinds of faces. You ain't got nothing to say. I mean, like, what did you take away from this? What better choices would you make going forward? Oh, um, to, if I was to ever 
protection. Use protection, right? If you are interested in doing something like that. But we're going to try to probably say no and wait for the right time. I'm going to pray and cover you on that girl. Me too. Yes, God. TT, what's your takeaway? Um, I think what I'll try not to do and to do better is to actually, like, if I know I'm going to have some type of sexual intercourse with somebody, mm-hmm. to know the person first and get to know the person first, because I never know what could happen within the time period of, you know, like, when it comes to, like, having mm-hmm. a baby. So I'll make sure to know, like, the type of person I'm dealing with. So mm-hmm. if, God forbid, uh-huh. that does ever happen. Come on. A rebuke, but if that does ever happen, then I'll know that I'm not gonna just be alone or like I'm not gonna struggle or you know. Okay, I guess, I guess, I guess, and just also remember that when you choose to have sex or unprotected sex, it also comes with STDs. It also comes with long-term things that you can never get rid of that will really put you in a funk in a slumber, and you would have, would have wished you would have took the advice upon tonight. So I want to thank you guys for joining us tonight. Make sure you guys tune in Friday night. We will be on Clubhouse as well, ladies. So tune in. Make sure you subscribe to the next one. We are out. Nisha, TT, and your wellness strategist, Suzanne Joseph.